Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. I still think about the day in one of my favorite seminary classes when one of my professors was discussing the first coming or advent of Christ. She was discussing the prophecies and all of the expectations of the coming Messiah, that he would be a warrior king that came in on a white steed with sword in hand, that he would lead Israel militarily in the overturning of the Roman forces, that he would be royalty, a man of power and influence. And then, instead, we get this tiny little babe born to a carpenter and a teenager in a manger in Bethlehem, a child who will live a very human life. And who could ever be scared of a baby, she asked. Well, yesterday, I spent a whole day in a room full of people who are pretty intimidated by a baby. (laughs) Jordan and I went to a class held by the hospital for first-time parents. It was a crash course in parenting, how to feed them, soothe them, diaper and clean them. And yeah, it turns out little babies can be pretty scary. (laughs) We talked a ton about neck support. A quarter of our class had never changed a diaper before. And the nurse spoke for a full eight hours on how these tiny little tyrants are going to turn our our lives upside down and make us fall in love with them. So to answer the question, who could ever be scared of a baby? The answer is a lot of people. And these babies aren't even the son of God. Joseph had signed up to take the young girl Mary as his wife. He was a tradesman, a carpenter. So not wealthy, but definitely a man of some means. Mary and Joseph had completed the first ceremony of marriage, binding themselves to one another, and were officially betrothed. A betrothal could only be undone by death or divorce. So when Mary shows up pregnant, and Joseph knows it's not his, Joseph must have been terrified of everything this small baby meant. Joseph was a good and righteous man. He would have also known that he had every right to divorce Mary for adultery. Heck, under Jewish law, he could even have her publicly stoned to death. But he also was a kind and merciful man. As such, he intended to divorce her quietly, to leave her to raise this baby in her parents' home. But before he can tell Mary, Joseph falls asleep. And has a dream. And in this dream, an angel of the Lord appears to Joseph and says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Who could ever be scared of a baby? Joseph. I'm sure as apprehensive as Joseph was before, he is downright terrified now. He barely knew this merry girl. 
And now he suddenly is being asked to raise the son of God, the Messiah, as his own son. And this is before the time of ultrasounds. So who even knows if this kid is going to come out glowing or with wings or something? First time dads are scared of babies anyway. Just think of how many times Joseph must have considered running away. But Joseph doesn't. Whether Joseph just shows an amazing amount of courage or the Holy Spirit empowers him to support Mary's call, Joseph sticks around. He completes the second part of the wedding ceremony with Mary. He helps her put on her compression socks when her legs start to swell. And he brings her barley bread and butter in the middle of the night when she wakes up starving at 3 a.m. And when that baby comes in the middle of the night, in a manger in Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph together name him Jesus and fulfill the prophecy. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. It is easy to read today's gospel and think of Christ's coming as being a single historical event that happened a long time ago in a land far, far away. The evangelist Matthew is definitely speaking to an audience of Jews, attempting to convince them that this Jesus guy is the fulfillment of Jewish prophecy. He does the gymnastics of linking Jesus to the line of David through Joseph who takes him on as his adopted son through the naming of the child and shows how Jesus came from the backwater town of Nazareth, Joseph's hometown, as foretold by scripture. He will show Jesus, the Greek name for the Hebrew Yeshua or Joshua, which is derived from the verb to save, literally saving God's people during his ministry through healing, exorcism, and eventually saving them from their sins on the cross. But we are missing the point if we are only focusing on this first advent of Christ, this coming to the world as a tiny baby. Just as Joseph had his world turned upside down by this small, unassuming child, so many of us have had God come into our lives in unexpected and, yes, even terrifying ways. Sometimes it's with an unexpected baby. Other times it's with a divorce, a broken engagement, a cancer diagnosis, or the sudden death of a loved one. Catastrophic, awful, and scary things can happen in our lives. But somehow, God manages to come with them. Sometimes he brings peace and comfort. Other times... He walks alongside us till the end. Part of the rhythm of Jewish religious practice is to look back into the history of God's chosen people and reflect on how God has been with us all along. When the Jews were held as slaves in Egypt, God was there. When they wandered through the desert for 40 years, God was there. When they finally made it to the promised land, God was there. And when the promised land was destroyed and the people dispersed, God was there. Looking back on your life, at what scary and catastrophic times 
Has God been with you? How did you know he was there? Did an angel of the Lord appear to you in a dream? Or did you just feel an overwhelming sense of love? Did God bring you a tiny, unexpected baby? Or did he bring you the person you needed to help navigate rough waters? On Christmas Eve, we'll focus on this first advent of Christ, his coming into the world as a child. But for this week, reflect on how Christ has come into your life in surprising ways, at times when you least expected him. Write these moments down. Or just contemplate them over a cup of coffee in the wee hours of the morning as you sit by the glow of your Christmas tree. I think you'll be surprised to see how many times God has been with you, especially during the scary parts of life. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God is with us. These words are as true now as they were 2,000 years ago. And with God with us, who can be against us? Amen.